Hello, welcome to Ingenuity, Thoughts and Dreams of a Dadpreneur. My name is Chris Gilley, and I am sharing my thoughts, dreams, visions of my future, and hopefully a legacy for my children. So sit back and listen and enjoy. Good morning from the porch. This is... uh episode two for me and trying to uh, just navigate podcasts and kind of figure that out so but this morning I'd like to start and just uh, just tell you about myself kind of my history and who I am and what I'm about Uh, I was born in uh, the 70s the late 70s had great parents Uh, my dad is my adopted father. My biological father kind of dropped out of the scene early in my life, around three, four years old, so it was just me and my mom. And uh, my dad came along, my mom and him started dating, and uh, soon fell in love, and uh, he decided to adopt me. And he is, uh, he is the greatest man I know. stories I heard growing up about my biological father, I was always in a negative light for him. I just wanted to find him and uh, get in his face and give him a piece of, piece of, you know, my history and what I'm about. And I was able to do that in my late, excuse me, my late 30s. I had uh, paid for a find people, and I put in the information that I had on him, and got a list of names and numbers, good, uh, was probably 200 names, that kind of matched his, first and last, last and first, middle, and all that, so I started just going down the list, had a day off from work, I was home by myself, started going down the list, and soon found his name, called him got a message back. It was pretty intense. Um, Fast forward, that uh, created a great relationship, a lot of forgiveness, and about five years into our friendship, getting to know each other and and building a bond, um, he was run over by a car. Uh, He was on his way home from, from work on a motorcycle car topped a bridge, didn't see him, and ran him over and killed him. So I feel like God's way was, was timely for him and I to meet. His name was Doug. Great guy. All the angst and problems he caused when he was younger, he grew out of it. He was married, had two other kids, and living a great life. Worked hard for his family, and was great honor to be able to go to his funeral and set his family. Uh, pretty, pretty intense. And then I just, uh, my relationship grew with my, my dad and uh, good place to be. And 
Currently, I am married to my high school sweetheart. We have five beautiful kids, two of which are adopted, and three that are naturally ours. A great blended family. The uh, two older kids, Michael and Darmy, live on their own. They're kind of figuring out life, trying to see where they fit in the world. Doing well, feeding, taking care of themselves, have jobs. Three littles are at home with, with my wife and I, Stacy. They are some great kids. They are uh, people who are eight years old, five years old, and three. So it's a quite a spread because the older ones are uh, 23 and 20. And it's pretty pretty intense family, but I would not change it for the world. God has gifted us so much with that. Stacy and I met in high school, and uh, I saw her walking down the hall and thought, oh my goodness, who is this girl? Completely fell in love with her, kind of crazy about her. I tracked her down, found friends, worked out a, a group date night to kind of meet her and get to know her a little bit, and then not long after that, I snuck out of one of my classes and went and found her class and told the teacher that they needed her in the office for a meeting or something, and got her in the hallway and uh, asked her to prom, my senior prom, and we've never looked back. It's been a great, great ride. I would not trade her. She is truly my best friend, my confidant, supporter, and she's an amazing, amazing woman. Going back to my early childhood, I, uh, soon before my lived on a ranch, had cows and chickens and all the fun stuff the ranch has, you know, a farm. And my cousin and I, who are the same age, we're, we're about a month apart. Uh, at the time, we were three years old and we were chasing chickens and playing in the backyard. And kind of, it's kind of a defense that divides that to the pasture. My uncle had an old motorcycle. boys so we did and as we were playing on this motorcycle noticed that we could jump off of it fairly easy so we were taking turns and jumping off the motorcycle and Zach was on kind of the handlebars and I was sitting closer to the gas tank in the seat Zach jumped and when he did when I stood up in that time it tipped over on Zach was able to kind of jump clear of it, and I fell to the ground, and the handlebar of the motorcycle struck me on the uh, left side of my head and pinned me to the ground, but the handlebar was inside my head, it was uh, lodged between my skull and my brain. died in that moment. I uh, remember a, a fleeting image of my aunt in the backyard with her hands on the sliding glass 
door screaming bloody murder and uh, running towards me and then I faded out. Obviously I survived, spent uh, many months in the hospital. The doctors told my parents that I would uh, I wouldn't survive the surgeries and that if I did come out of everything that I would be a vegetable. That they they would need to look for a home to put me in because they they couldn't physically take care of me because there would be too much. And my mom, uh, with her strong faith in God and her belief systems, family together, prayed unceasingly for me. And I was in the hospital in a coma for three. Oh, I think it was three weeks, <clears throat> something like that. Uh, miraculously woke up one day like I was getting ready to go to, go to school. And as I was uh, coming to and <clears throat> waking up thinking I was at home going to school, realized I was in a, a hospital bed and I didn't feel good and things were strange. And uh, my mom was right there. She was right beside me and my dad was there and family. And I uh, felt hungry. And it was early, early, early in the morning, like one, two in the morning. And I uh, asked mom for a, for a donut. I wanted a chocolate donut. I felt like I was so the nurses just ecstatic that I was awake and that I was talking ran around like crazy trying to find a chocolate donut and uh, couldn't find much they found like a piece of um, pound cake and some chocolate syrup and kind of made a donut to uh, kind of help me out with my request it's pretty pretty intense surgery on my skull, surgery on my eye, because it, it created a, a deficit with my right eye, I'm legally blind in that eye, and I've kind of got a lazy eye, kind of does its own thing sometimes when I'm tired, um, and really kind of grew out of that, had a, a few, you know, learning disabilities and things to overcome as I grew up, but for the most part, you didn't know that I had a head injury unless I tell, told you the story, so I'm prompted by some, some close friends and some family and to really start sharing my story. So I thought, uh, you know, a podcast would be a great way to kind of give, give people a taste of who I am, my belief and love for God and how he's healed me in, in more ways than one. God has healed me. And I think this journey will be amazing. I think it will be good for me. I think it can be good for others. I think that you, you hear a story like this and you know that God creates miracles that heals people. 
give them second chances in, in life from an accident, from an addiction, from a broken marriage, from a broken home. Uh, you can always come back. And I think with God at the center of your life, no matter where you're at, what you're doing, that you can come back and you can, you can be healed from things. And I believe that wholeheartedly. So this, this goes to just empower people. There's somebody out there that's just struggling and needs to hear a story like this that, uh, that a miracle was created and a life was given. So I just I challenge you today to focus on God. Take a moment and just focus on God. Be grateful for where you're at and then just move forward. Take one thing that you're struggling with spend some time on it, focus on it, put it behind you, you know, I hear that, you know, anything you want to do in life, you know, make it a habit, and it takes, <coughs> excuse me, it takes 30 days to make something a habit, so uh, I challenge you to do something for 30 days, be it wet, weight loss, excuse me, weight loss, be it uh, better with your budget, your money, that you take 30 days and everything down and you, you know, calculate every penny out with every paycheck, um, if it's saving for a vacation, then you just diligently save that money to go on a trip, or if it's to bless somebody else every day for 30 days, make any small steps, carrying groceries for somebody, stopping to help a car on the side of the road with a flat tire, um, give money to a, a poor person, anything. I just want to challenge you, challenge you to just uh, love life, be thankful for where you're at, and just give it all to God, take, take the time to just give it to God. Thank you for today, I will continue with my story uh, as we go deeper into these podcasts and I figure out how to navigate, and add to, and take away, and make it a better experience for people. I uh, truly love everybody that's listened so far. Uh, the feedback that I've gotten has been amazing. So thank you very, very much. And I look forward to next week. I'm going to try to do these every Saturday morning and get them posted by Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. So um, if you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear from you. And you guys have a great great weekend and be blessed and Godspeed.